Welcome along to the Bug Extra with me, David Lovell. On the weeks I can't get a guest on my usual podcast, How I Caught the Wrestling Bug, I like to bring on one of the previous guests to talk about some of the news going on in the world of wrestling. And there's a pretty big weekend upon us right now. Of course, we've got uh, two nights of WrestleMania. And the best man, I think, to uh, bring on, uh, to go over all of it and uh, predict what might happen, is the one and only Mr. Dan Luke Dan, how's it going? Hey, David. So, it's WrestleMania season, and you know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of a little trolling there for some of our AEW fans, but I uh, <laughs> uh, figured I'd throw it out there, oh, yeah, and that's course. going it's, great. Um, yeah. It's Friday night, and, of course, the biggest show of the week is on, well, the second biggest show after Dynamite, obviously, Rampage, is on tonight. Yeah, and it's pre-recorded, so, you know, we a uh, few folks probably should know the results already, and, you know, before WrestleMania weekend, before the WrestleMania pay-per-view, we got SmackDown and Hall of Fame as well which I think is going to be pretty bigger than Rampage tonight, unfortunately. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, let's just quickly go through the Hall of Fame then. So we've got, um, obviously, the headliner is going to be Undertaker. Yes. Uh, we know that Vince is inducting him. Um, Vader going in posthumously. I think it's a shame that they couldn't do it when he was uh, still yeah, around. Have they announced who's inducting Vader? Uh, you know, I haven't seen anybody who's inducting Vader. I, I, I actually don't know. Um Quite interesting. I'd be curious to see who who's going to be because I I can't think of anybody um, unless Foley? they get. Yeah, I was thinking Mick Foley. That's what I was just thinking. Mick Foley was probably going to do it um, just because you know the history with Vader and everything. That probably makes the most sense. Well, I know they had when when Stan Hansen went in. Vader inducted him, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, Stan Hansen would be another option. Uh, but yeah, Mick Foley, I think, is because he was the one that was really sort of pushing for this to happen anyway, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Into him. And he should absolutely. have. He should have gone in. I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't have gone in before now. Um, the Steiner brothers, I mean, I would imagine. I know they don't reference the fact that uh, Bron Breaker is uh, Rick's son, but I would think Bron Breaker inducts the Steiner brothers. I think so, too. What's going to be more intriguing to me is how is Scott Steiner going to be with the live mic? <laughs> <laughs> because who knows what he's going to say. Uh, but um, I, I, I yeah, I think Braun Breaker is going to induct them. I, I think this makes the most sense. And of course, he'll be facing Dolph Ziggler uh, yes. for the NXT title and on Stand and Deliver tomorrow afternoon. Of course, uh, for you guys, uh, the evening for us here in the UK. Um, do they actually? Do you think go all the way and have maybe Rick and Scott come out? And uh, celebrate with him if he wins tomorrow night. Uh, That'd be afternoon. awesome. That would be awesome if that happens. And I actually think Braun Breaker is going to win. I think it's just you know it's just the way it's going to be. You know, give him a big moment on WrestleMania weekend. Matter of fact, I'm actually kind of surprised this isn't on on WrestleMania in itself. But I can understand because NXT is kind of its own show. I guess you know separate away from WWE Raw and SmackDown. So, um, but I do think that you know Braun Breaker wins that one. And uh, that's yeah. That, I I think that. At least Rick Steiner will come out uh, to celebrate. I, I don't know about Scott Steiner, but you know if he does, great. Um, be awesome to see it. And it will be Mick Foley. I've, I've just uh, I've just read that it will Perfect. be Mick Foley inducting Vader, and of course awesome. um, Queen Charmel will be inducted by Booker T. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean, there's it's a Hall of Fame. I mean, look at who's in there. 
there's probably worse people in there than 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 Charmel, I guess. So <laughs> you know, just uh, whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's whatever. what they're gonna put in. They're gonna put in. You know, that's cruel. Um, she yeah. she fit, she fits the female quota for this year, I guess. I guess that's what it's gonna be. I mean, you know, I I I'm still on the boat of uh, China needs to be inducted by herself into the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, I I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Uh, there's been a big push for it. I heard well, well, maybe next Sable? year. You you got yeah, Brock. You point. got Brock yeah, working Brock, for the yeah. company, and and Brock's her husband. So I don't. Yeah. I know there's like legal issues over the years with Sable, but she she probably does. I mean she I mean she definitely deserves to be in there if if Charmel's in there. Uh, Sable was a was a big star back in the day, but um, absolutely. And the Warrior Award, uh, which of course um, Dana Warrior uh, presents every year. Will be going to the the late uh, Shad Gaspard. Yeah, that's yeah. just well deserved. You know, obviously, you know, such such a big hero uh, for what he did, and you know, I I, I wish he was still around today. Uh, just just a great all around gentleman from everything that I've read and understood about him, and it's just such a shame. Um, but you know, it, it's the right call. It's definitely the right call for him. I would say. Coming on to night one of uh, WrestleMania. We know what uh, we know. All the matches. We know what night each match is going to be on. What we don't know, of course, is uh, who Seth Rollins' opponent is going to be. Is it going to be Cody, or are we going to get some kind of swerve here? Do you think? Oh. So first of all, I think that this needs to open up night one if it's going to be Cody. Um, and I say if it's going to be Cody, because right now, neither Cody nor WWE have confirmed any contract being signed or Cody being at WrestleMania weekend. Um, and, and that's huge. And I don't know if you, you caught Dave Meltzer's comments the other day on, on one of the shows, but he turned around and said, well, people close to so Cody said that he's not so well, kind of kind of hinted at that. People close to Cody basically said he's not signed. Um, and and I have to wonder if it's going to be Cody now uh, against Seth Rollins, because if it's not, it might disappoint a lot of people. I think that one of the things that you and I talked about, it could, could potentially happen, and it makes a lot of sense, is that this ends up being The Undertaker. Hmm. Because it's Texas. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker goes in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he has one more match as a Hall of Famer and basically calls it his last ride. And that's it. And, you know, he rides out into the sunset against, uh, you know, as a surprise opponent against Seth. Um, I, I think that that would be a if it's not Cody, that would probably be the logical choice. Uh, there is talks about Shane McMahon, but I don't think Shane's penciled in for anything in WrestleMania from everything that I've read. Uh, people have said that he's he's basically still not under contract with WWE. Um, they don't have any plans for him. Uh, he's just going to be at the Hall of Fame ceremony because he attends it anyway, and that's that. So I'm going on a boat, and I'm going to give a guess that this is going to be The Undertaker, and maybe Cody does show up on Monday night on Raw, uh, you know, as a surprise, because as we know, the Monday after Raw, after WrestleMania is always huge as well. Uh, now, of course, this Cody Road rumors have been happening for who knows how long was it? January. So 
I guess we'll find out for certain tomorrow. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Uh, whoever it's going to be, Seth's going to lose, though. I, I, I think it's the bottom line. I think that um, I expect it to be Cody. I, I think it's going to be a similar thing to the Hardys uh, when they date, when they came back. Was it 2017? Um, yeah, I think so. I think it was 2017, yeah. There's going to be, obviously, Vince coming out. I, mean, I think Vince is going to come out and introduce whoever it is, isn't he? Is that is that right? Yeah, so I don't really know how, you know, because – Vince basically said that this is a this is an opponent of my choosing to to Seth and I just don't know why Vince would choose Cody like like what is the reasoning behind it I, I don't see Cody Rhodes as a huge threat to Seth Rollins you know it's not something that would make you know Seth's eyeballs pop out <laughs> but it, it'd be a fantastic match if it if it does end up being Cody Rhodes I, I think it'd be really great match I think the crowd would get into it. Um, hopefully it, it leads to something long-term for long-term for Cody. But if not, you know, again, my choice is the undertaker. <laughs> so. Yeah. We'll wait and see, but yeah, certainly the undertaker would be, I mean, if it's not Cody, I, I don't see, I mean, Shane McMahon was originally meant to be facing Seth Rollins at WrestleMania yeah. before all this happened. Um, but I don't see it. I don't see it being Shane. Uh, as you say, he's, he's only there to attend the Hall of Fame, and I don't see him being in a match at WrestleMania. So, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Cody, and as you say, who, whoever it is, Seth is not going to be winning this match anyway. Yeah. Um, on to Becky and Bianca for the Raw Women's Title. I think Bianca has to win, doesn't she? She doesn't have to win. Well, has got to win. But I think I think she uh, she she ought to win. Put it that way. I, I, I'm actually disagreeing with you. I, I actually think Becky's going to pull it off. I think everyone's going to expect Bianca to win uh, because Bianca has been chasing and chasing and chasing Becky to try to get this title that she basically lost. I mean, she didn't lose the Raw Women's title. She lost the SmackDown Women's title. But it all changed hands at some point when Becky and Charlotte flip-flopped. And Becky, you know, uh, Becky beat Bianca in, what, 26 seconds to SummerSlam? That was the most ridiculous thing. Um, Bianca's had a couple chances against Becky and has failed. So this is more, this is more like a chase, chase, chase. And now, you know, this is a big moment that Bianca was put into there, you know, thanks to an elimination chamber win. And I actually think that WWE is, is higher on Becky Lynch being champion right now than they are on Bianca Belair. But this leads me to what is a long-term planning because, we know that that Charlotte and and um, Ronda Rousey are facing each other this year, but I think the the plan is for next year for Ronda Rousey and Becky to face each other. Now, does you know does Becky hold on to the, you know win this title or keep this title and hold on to it, or does Bianca win it and then Becky wins it back later on in the year? Um, I, I still think that they might try to plan on keeping Becky for long term title or. or or maybe maybe she loses it later on, you know, during the uh, during the year and wins it back at some point, or wins a Royal Rumble or something, goes to SmackDown. Who knows? Yeah, or Ronda beats Charlotte, which will come on to obviously, and she is the champion going into WrestleMania next year, and Becky wins the Rumble, and that's how you set up Ronda versus yeah. Becky. Yeah, and that'd probably be more sensible booking. Um, I do think though, at the end of the night, I think Becky ends up retaining her title. Uh, I, I, you know, I just, I just don't see it. 
with Bianca winning after all these chances. <laughs> and I think she's going to continue to chase. Uh, I think she'll eventually win it during, during later on in the year, but you know, I just think she continues to chase. I don't think we're going to get any disagreement on the next one. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Happy <laughs> Corbin wins. No, no. <laughs> no, it's got to be Drew, isn't it? Well, I think so. I think Drew McIntyre wins this one. Um, the, the story here is that, you know, Happy Corbin is technically undefeated in singles competition uh, ever since he became Happy Corbin, ever since he went on that lucky winning streak. Um, if you watch SmackDown, Happy Corbin and, and Madcap Moss have kind of been, they haven't been too friendly with each other. And Drew's just basically gotten the best out of both of them. You know, And I think it's more Drew's getting under Happy Corbin's skin now. Um, I think that Drew McIntyre hands Happy Corbin his first singles loss as Happy Corbin, uh, and it's going to be done at WrestleMania, but I think it's going to be because Madcap Moss is going to somehow distract Happy Corbin, and it's going to lead to maybe a split between these two. Yeah, certainly looks to be heading that way. Um, Does Drew kick out of End of Days, which no one's ever done? Ooh, does Drew kick out at end of days? No one's done that, have they? I think. Yeah, you're right. Good point. Ooh, I didn't think about that that one, and that's a really good question. That's the kind of thing you want to do at WrestleMania, isn't it? Yeah, that is the kind of thing you would want to do at WrestleMania. I'm just hoping that end of days doesn't even get hit on on Drew. I mean, it's as simple that Uh, that would be that would be the most protective thing to do for Happy Corbin. I think. I think Drew versus. Roman probably might be the direction coming out of this. I don't know, but um, Possibly. It, Possibly. I, he's, he's someone they definitely want to keep, I think, relatively strong. It's just a shame that, you know, two years on from his big win, which of course wasn't in front of any fans at WrestleMania uh, in 2020, he, he's now, I'm not, nothing against Baron Corbin, but he, he's not in a particularly high profile match. Right. Yep, exactly. That it's just like a mid card match, basically for Drew McIntyre, and and I love Happy Corbin. I I've loved him as 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 King Corbin, Baron Corbin. You know every version of himself I love. Um, he he's such a likable person. You know backstage from what everything I've hear heard about him, and in the ring he's a very safe worker. Um, you brought up a good point though about Drew McIntyre versus Roman because that is a match that's been happening on the house show circuit, and. And everyone's saying the match has been fantastic between these two. Like, every house show has been fantastic between these two. Well, they two. had a very underrated WrestleMania match. Was it three years ago? Four years ago? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it was three years ago, yeah. But, um, of course, I've got to keep um, Drew strong for when he uh, has that match with Tyson Fury on the uh, when they do that show over here in the UK. They want mm-hmm. a big main event. I think that what better main event could they do than... Then Drew McIntyre versus uh, Tyson Fury. But uh, coming on to um, people from other worlds getting into wrestling, let's come on to the Mysterios versus The Miz and Logan Paul. I don't really have any interest in this, (laughs) if I'm being honest with you. (laughs) You hear my voice? Oh, God. All right, so (laughs) I have no interest in this either. Um, I'm not a fan of Logan Paul. I don't know much about him. Apparently, he's some sort of big YouTube star and this and that and that. Um, I, I think at the end of the day, the Mysterios do win this match. Um, uh, if you recall, Logan Paul was, uh, at WrestleMania last year as well. Um, and now this is his second WrestleMania in a row, but he was a heel last year, you know, basically siding with Sami Zayn. I think this year he's a heel again with the Miz, 
But one of the things that I've been noticing is that all all the Miz's antics, Logan Paul just doesn't look like he's interested in what the Miz is doing. Um, it seems like that, yeah, he's playing along with it, but it seems like he's just not into it. I think at the end of the night, Miz kind of does something like he fakes like his leg is hurt and he can't stand on the apron and Logan Paul can't talk, you know, can't tag in. And then eventually, you know, Logan Paul tags the Miz, Miz in at like a certain point and and Miz, you know, gets mad at Logan Paul and then suddenly his leg is healed and Logan notices it and decks the Miz and walks out, leaving the Miz to fend for himself against the Mysterios and the Mysterios win. I mean, I, that is my fantasy booking for this. I just I don't know why the Miz and Logan Paul need to win this match. I think the Mysterios would benefit from this more than the Miz and Logan Paul. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of go along with all of that. I think that uh, they're going to try and turn Logan Paul babyface, which uh, it's going to be a struggle. You know, when they were in Cleveland, um, the Miz was getting the the cheers from the crowd, but uh, Logan Paul, who's also from Cleveland, was hated there as well, so uh, yeah. I, I don't. I think it's going to be a they're, they're fighting a losing battle trying to make Logan Paul a a babyface. I think, but uh, well, yeah, ho- hopefully he's done after this. <laughs> I don't want to see his face in WWE after this. At well, this I think you're going to. <laughs> he's probably going to have a match with Miz at some point. Give me Bad Bunny back, please, <laughs> <laughs> or Gronk. <laughs> or, yeah, well, okay, Gronk would. Well, that was a tough. Friend. That was bad, wasn't it? He, he didn't even want to do that. Um, he didn't even want to do that um, bump, did he? Take, take that no. bump. And Vince had to uh, take it and uh, try and convince him to do it. But anyway, um, the next match here on your list, I'm going from your list that you sent me. Um, we have got, if I scroll down here, the New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Oh, this is going to be a good match. Uh, uh, I think this is going to be a great match. Now you have uh, Pete Pete doing, uh, aka Butch, in the corner. Um, first of all, I hate hate the name name change, uh, but I know you know Rich Holland. I think they're they're kind of on a punishment thing with him, with you know him breaking Biggie's neck. Uh, Rich Holland did feel bad about it. I think he was the first person to actually. Uh, visited Big E in the hospital after it happened, but uh, you know, storyline wise, you have to you have to play along with Ridge being the tough guy talking about breaking Big E's neck. Um, uh, you know, Sheamus and and Butch along the way, they're they're calling their I think they're calling themselves Fight Night or something like that. Um, so they're like the type the tough guys, you know, from the streets, <laughs> the mean streets of Europe over there. Um, and um, the New Day, you know, they're they're just always fantastic. They're they always play to the crowd and everything. Um, maybe you get something like uh, like a random Big E Titan Tron appearance to distract you know something, um, or maybe maybe they could get him to you know be there just to you know just to show up on a ramp and you know distract them. Uh, at the end of the day, I think the New Day will win this match. I, I just don't see Sheamus and Rich Holland winning this uh, at WrestleMania, but I think Sheamus and Rich Holland have some big plans uh, for their future. You know, uh, in in the long term uh, on SmackDown, but for now, I think the New Day will come out on top. Yeah, I, I don't see I don't see a title change here at all. I think the New Day are going to retain. Um, I just don't see. Yeah, I just don't see Sheamus. Maybe Sheamus and Rich Holland could win them on like a a B show, but not at WrestleMania. I think that's right. where you, that's where you want to give the fans a 
a good feel-good moment with New Day retaining. Um, the next match, I've actually just closed the uh, page I was on uh, with the list of matches, which is really, really good. I think it was the KO show you had listed next um, with um, Steve Austin, obviously, maybe leading to a match. What do you think? What? <laughs> what? Ah, <laughs> uh, Brock. I mean, what? Brock was playing along with it, wasn't he? But he got so what? annoyed at the end. It was. Uh, it was like he, I think at one point it was like, okay, that's enough now. Stop, stop doing so, that. So yeah, it could lead to a match, but I don't think it's going to be a match. I think it's going to be a segment. Um, I, I actually, you know, everyone's saying that they're going to close out with this with this segment at WrestleMania because it's in Texas and it'd be huge, uh, and to get the big People crowd. Announced that's happening, haven't they? Yeah, uh, no, no. Actually, they have not announced this oh, as okay. a main event. I don't think, at least not, not that I remember. Um, I, I think that there's just a lot of rumors. But then I heard a rumor that that Charlotte and and um, uh, Ronda Rousey got changed to the main event after they were talking about this being the main event. Um, now, I mean, it makes sense to make this the main event segment in Texas, but WrestleMania closing out with a segment seems a little odd to me. Um, I'm usually used to them seeing close out with a match. I don't usually don't see them close out with a segment, but it's something different if they do that. Um, After all said and done, I don't think it's going to be a match. I think it's going to be more of, you know, the what, 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 and then, you know, Steve Austin (laughs) ripping into Kevin Owens, uh, kicking him, stunning him, beer bathing him, uh, doing it again and again and again. And then, you know, then, you know, gets the crowd going and and that's it. and, And we're done. Uh, probably maybe like like a five ten minute segment, and that's all we see. Now, if it does lead to a match, I don't think it's going to be more than a few minutes. Uh, I, I don't know if Steve can go. Um, you know, if, if Austin can go, great. It'd be great to get a long match out of him. But I just don't see this turning into an impromptu match more than it's just going to be a main, uh, like maybe a main event segment. But I still don't know yet. No, it's hard to say because I, I if you saw that um, interview that Steve did. Um, two or three weeks ago. It, it, it certainly sounded, the way he was talking, that he was going to do a lot more than just your typical Steve Austin segment where he finishes off stunning someone and, and just drinking, drinking loads of beer. It sounded like he was going to get a little bit more physical than maybe he has done in other altercations mm. he's had with other people. I, I, I kind of seeing it more like that. Like I said, not a match, but maybe more of like a brawl type thing. Um, maybe. That, like I say, ends with Steve Austin drinking beer as WrestleMania goes off the air, which would <laughs> uh, be a good you know, good way to end night one in Dallas, where Steve, of course, started his career. Um, he started his career in Dallas, so it makes all the sense in the world to, uh, to close out that way, rather than closing with the next match we're going to talk about, uh, which is the uh, Ronda Rousey, um, versus Charlotte Flair match. Yeah, so that um, that's uh, an interesting match because if you've been, if you've watched SmackDown, um, this has been a horrible, horrible thing <laughs> <laughs> between these two. Um, actually, there was another match that we missed as well, but we'll go, we'll talk about this one, I guess. Um, Charlotte for Ronda Rousey. Um, so uh, apparently, uh, you know, Ronda Ronda had a choice between. Facing Becky or facing Charlotte, uh, the Fox executives, I guess, got involved. Really wanted Ronda on their show, uh, so they ended up having her choose Charlotte. Uh, they had a pretty good match uh, in Saudi Arabia, actually, with uh, Ronda teaming with Naomi 
against Charlotte and Sonya Deville. I mean, Char- you know, Ronda got a good ovation. She did pretty well in the ring. Uh, she needs to stick in the ring because her mic work is just horrible. Um, a lot of what's been going on is that, you know, Charlotte's been carrying those promos uh, for the first couple of weeks. And then, you know, they finally tried to let Ronda do, do some of the promos. And it just seemed like she didn't care. Like, it just seemed like she had a chip on her shoulder with with these promos, like like almost like she didn't really want to make a promo for the fans. Um, I really think that Ronda needs like sort of like a manager or mouthpiece. Sonya Deville would actually be a good a good choice for that um, if they wanted to turn Ronda heel at some point uh, <laughs> or, or Paul Heyman. Uh, Paul Heyman would be a perfect choice as well. Um, you know, have have Paul Heyman in the corner of Ronda. But, you know, at the end of the day. I think that this match, you know, it really should have been like a I quit match or a submission match because that's the direction they were going throughout all SmackDown because, you know, Charlotte was trying to make Ronda tap out uh, throughout all SmackDown. But that wasn't that didn't happen for two weeks in a row. And I don't know why they didn't change it. Now, maybe tonight at SmackDown, they change this and make it into that kind of match. But I think it's too late at this point. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I think Ronda does win the title. Uh, because that is what I think the fans want to see, and I think that's what Fox wants to see. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I completely missed the uh, Usos and uh, Nakamura and Rick Boogs match. We'll come back to that in a moment. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I agree. I think um, I think Ronda is going to to win that match. I I, I just think that um, as we mentioned earlier, I mean it, it's uh, Ronda versus. Charlotte this year, next year, we fully expect it to be Ronda versus Becky. Um, and yeah. so, yeah, I, I, I think that um, as far as I know, she's in for two, two years. years. Yeah, um, two years. Yeah, and that's, then that's going to be it. So she probably loses to Becky next year, but we're, we're kind of jumping ahead there. But yeah, I, I think I think Ronda wins, but I don't really have any interest in this match, if I'm if I'm being completely honest with you. Uh, Ronda really? doesn't really do it for me at all. Yeah, same thing. Actually, same thing with me. I mean, I'm interested in the match because it, it, it has high stakes. I mean, that, that's without a doubt. Um, but I, I'm in the same boat where just, just Ronda just doesn't do it for me. Like, like unless we have a big match like this, I just, eh. You know, who, who does she go on to face next after after Charlotte? Charlotte chases her for a little bit for the title again. Uh, maybe returning Bailey, uh, that'd be great. Sasha Banks down the road, possibly. Um, but after that, you know, she doesn't really have many opponents to work with on uh, on SmackDown. You know, and that's gonna that's what that's what's gonna hurt a little bit. I, they're gonna need to do something later on this year. Right. So um, as I say, I'm I'm completely missed the Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Let's just quickly talk about that one as well. Uh, for the uh, it's for the SmackDown um, tag team. So it's interesting they've got um, both uh, women's title matches and both tag title matches on the same night. Yeah, you would think yeah. they would have um, split them up. But anyway, I think we're going to get a title change here. I think we're yes. probably going to see Nakamura and Rick Boogs um, win the belts. I think it's the right the right move as well. And then you're going to hear Pat McAfee go crazy when you're. Da, 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 Do you have else? I suppose he's. Da, 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 da. I suppose he's wrestling on um, Saturday night on, on Sunday night, so he, he, he could is, be yeah, comment, He could he could be doing commentary on. on he will Saturday. be doing commentary because yeah. he does he does a commentary and he absolutely makes Nakamura and Rick Boog's entrance so much better. <laughs> and, and and not not that it's not great at all. I mean, it's great to begin with, but it just makes it so much better. And having these guys win a tag team title, I, I think the Usos' time is up right now. Uh, at least, at, at least for this year. 
Um, but this opens up opportunities for, for a lot of other tag teams to potentially capture the t- tag team titles down the road when they want to split up Boogs and Nakamura because I think they're going to eventually, maybe through like uh, you know through a draft or something. I don't think it's going to be anything, but you know you might have Sheamus and Rich Holland. You got Los Lotharios. You even have Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. Maybe they chase the title a little bit before they you know do any kind of split. Um, so you know you have have opportunities for different opponents instead of seeing the same people go after the Usos over and over again. Um, this there, this was probably the reason why Shinsuke Nakamura lost the Intercontinental Title to begin with. Because this was probably the plan for them to actually win the attacking titles from SmackDown. So I'm, I'll be happy if they do. Um, again, watch Rick Boos. He is so great in the ring. He is so powerful. Uh, he is, he is going to be a star in the making at this point. I mean, he's already a star, but he's going to be even a bigger star in the making in the future. I should point out that um, not both sets of tag titles have been defended because um, we actually have the other, the Raw tag team titles being defended on uh, Sunday night. So uh-huh. I, 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 I didn't, I was wrong there. I didn't know what I was thinking. And maybe I was thinking the New Day and Sheamus and Ridge Holland was a title match. Of course it isn't. But anyway, um, let's come on to um, night two then. And let's begin with the match I think I'm probably the most looking forward to. I've not been... <laughs> crazy about the build I, I normally love Edge's promos but th- these ones haven't really done it for me I, I, I don't know it just hasn't really worked I don't like the new music either obviously um, I kind of understand why you would change the music because um, if you want to go all hill with Edge I mean one of the best things to do is to change his music because that's such a one of the most uh, you know, over themes in, in all of wrestling really um, but um, Edge versus AJ Styles, I don't know, it's a, it's a tough one to call, really. Um, it I, is. I think it might be the first match in a feud. Um, mm-hmm. So for that reason, I'm going to go with Edge, winning, mm-hmm. with AJ perhaps winning the next one or something like that. I think you're onto that. That's exactly what I actually had written down, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, so so I call this the darker, edgier Edge. <laughs> darker, edgier version of Edge. Um <laughs> Uh, the heel turn's been pretty good, I think. It's you know he's he's gotten aggravated at the fans, he's gotten aggravated at himself, uh, you know for for being, you know for trying basically trying to please the fans. But during his comeback, he's gotten aggravated at his losses, at his injuries, um, and it, it turned him. Basically, it turned him into a darker, edgier version of himself. And on top of that, they changed his music, which I actually like the new music. I think that mm-hmm. I think it fits the personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it fits the, his his new character and. I agree with you. I think, you know, I know AJ Styles, I think, signed, what, a three-year extension with WWE. But um, I don't, you know, I don't know what his push is going to be later on. But for now, you know, this is actually supposed to be what was going to be labeled a dream match for a lot of folks. And when Edge turned on AJ Styles as part, you know, when they were going to make that dream match, a lot of people were very upset about that turn. And they're like, why did the WWE do this? They're ruining the dream match now. I'm not going to watch WWE anymore. You know, basically how everyone says it on the internet. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it kind of makes sense because you want to have a heel versus face. And I think I agree with you that this is going to be a long-term feud, maybe possibly over the course of maybe the next three pay-per-views or so. Uh, and I just say long-term because, you know, that's really, in WWE's mind, that's typically usually three months uh, long-term. But you could potentially... You know, make it even longer than that if you want to do like a best of seven pay per view series between these two guys and really make it go far. 
which would be awesome because we haven't seen any kind of like best of seven ever. Um, and I know Edge's contract, I think, is coming up at the end of next year. Uh, so, so I think he does get the win. I think after he's done with AJ Styles, either him or AJ chase after some sort of championship, uh, depending on who gets you know the final say and everything. So I, I'm going with Edge as well. I think it's going to be a great match, though. I think it might actually be the match of the night. Well, match of the weekend, even, as well. Or a weekend, um, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Then we've got uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus uh, Queenslina and Carmella versus Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler for the WWE Women's Tag Team titles. Obviously, the, the current champions are Selena and Carmella. <sighs> I don't really care, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, just, but, throw, uh, just throw the Bella Twins in there and have them win the tag team titles. Give the point. belts to Liv and Rhea. Obviously, they're not going to have Liv win the, the women's title anytime soon, by the looks yeah. of it. So let this be her big title win. I agree. I think this needs to be her WrestleMania moment. And I think this is going to be the emotional moment of the night if she wins this. Um, I, I think that's the best way you can go. Uh, one thing that I want to say is that having Sasha Banks in this match, yes, she brings a big star power with this, but I think that's a waste of, waste of Sasha Banks' talent. I think it's a you waste know, of I, a lot of them. I think it's a waste of Rhea and, and Shayna Baszler, who, if, yeah. I, if you go back two years to um, WrestleMania um, in 2020, when you had Shayna versus Becky and you had uh, Rhea versus Charlotte, I remember thinking at least one of them should win. I mean, I think I, I, I thought both of them should win. I, I thought um, Rhea and Shayna should win both of those matches. But at least one of them has to win, right? And yeah. they both lost. And it, it, to yeah. me, it made no sense why you wouldn't build up at least one of them uh, as a uh, as a huge star, especially Shayna Baszler. Well, they, not, to be fair, both of them had so much momentum coming from NXT. Obviously, um uh, Shayna versus Ronda was like a match that I felt was a natural at some point, but I, you know, it, it would be, uh, I just don't see it happening right now. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's a waste of a lot of these girls really to be in this. Match. Yeah. And I'm trying to think when was the last time we saw, you know, a, a female singles competitors match where there's, there's no title involved in WrestleMania. Um, I'd have to look it up because I, I don't recall one anytime recently. Um, and and it's just making me think, like, couldn't we do something, you know, like maybe maybe you see like a, a Sasha versus a Shayna, you know, as a singles match. And then you could have just had, you know, Liv Morgan versus uh, Carmella and Zelina. Um, Leaves Naomi and Natalia out of there, but maybe you could have done something with them as well, like on a kickoff show or something. But I guess, you know, and that's the other thing, you know, this show is on WrestleMania, which surprises me because the U.S. title is not being defended at all on WrestleMania. And you would think that that title would at least be there, especially, you know, with Finn Balor being the champion. Um, <laughs> and it's not, you know, and Damian Priest not having not having a match either. Uh, you know, maybe they could have made that match at WrestleMania. And then you have the Intercontinental title being defended on what's essentially going to be the kickoff show with tonight's SmackDown. And that's not even a WrestleMania, but yet you're giving the women's tacking title match, uh, which is basically a match that a lot of people just may not care too much about this time. And I, I don't know, which is, which is really odd. I, I mean, 
I, I, I get it. I get you want to give everyone an opportunity, but yeah, it's just tough. <laughs> it's just a tough, 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 talk, tough, tough decision to make. <laughs> you know? It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just I think these belts don't really mean they don't really mean anything. I mean, uh, they they meant something when Bailey and Sasha had them. Uh, I thought they had a great run. They're, they're probably the best women's tag champions we've had. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But then the whole Nia and Shayna team, and it's it's kind of gone downhill from there, really. But um, that's oh gosh, I'm just looking at the next match: <laughs> Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. Let's go, Johnny Knoxville. Get Sami Zayn counted out. Run around the arena with him with the rest of your jackass crew for the rest of the night, and let's be done with it. Done. Simple. That's simple, just, simple thing. <laughs> I'm just glad that Sami's no longer the IC champion. This is not for the IC title. That was yes. that was the rumor, wasn't it, originally? That, that was, was going to be for the IC was. title. And yeah, had that been, I think a lot of people would have been pissed off if, if Johnny Knoxville won the IC title. It would have been an insult, and I'm very glad that WWE did not take a opportunity to do a David Arquette moment. Yeah, I just, oh, I would love to see Sammy just beat him in like 30 seconds and be done with it. But no, I, I think Johnny Knoxville probably wins in some, somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but maybe you've got a better idea. I don't know how either. <laughs> I just know his crew is supposed to be with them coming to the ring, so I, I'm sure there's going to be some shenanigans. What about Bobby Lashley versus Omos? Omos, <sighs> however you want to say it. Um, undefeated, obviously. Uh, they made a big deal about how he's never been knocked off his feet, uh, but Bobby Lashley did that on uh, Raw this past Monday. <sighs> I don't know. It's it's. A, I think um, it depends what they want to do with Omos because um, Bobby Lashley is someone who definitely you can put into that top mix uh, with whoever the champion's going to be coming out of um, the main event, and he can always say that he never actually lost in right. the chamber because um, yep. he never got he, he was injured. So I think Bobby Lashley probably wins this match. So. I initially was going with that thought as well that Bobby Lashley would win this match would be a huge win for him. He'll be, he'll, be, he'll, def, he'll defeat the undefeated giant Omos and and then he moves on to a title picture against whoever the champ's going to be. Um, but I started thinking about this and I'm thinking to myself, this is WWE. <laughs> what makes me think that WWE is not so high on Omos that they're going to? They're going to have him lose to Bobby Lashley. I think that, yeah, maybe Lashley knocks him off his feet again, but I think Omos gets pissed off enough that they that he, you know, basically wins Bobby Lashley and gives, and he gets the biggest victory of his career, and he stays undefeated. I think WWE is just going to be so high on Omos that they're going to do that, and they might use the excuse that Bobby Lashley would just too fresh from injury or he's right, still yeah, injured, that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, that would be the excuse, but then later on he goes on to the title picture. I don't think a loss here actually hurts Bobby Lashley. Um, I think that he can just, you know, lose his match and then move on to the title picture. I think a loss here actually hurts Omos a little bit more. Uh, I think the next step after this for Omos, though, is to go after a title, and probably the U.S. title would be the next one. Yeah, I can see that. 
Um, it's one of those I can kind of see it going either way. Um, I'm not 100% sure how it's going to go, uh, but um, I, I am going to say Bobby Lashley, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if uh, Omos uh, won that. Um, what about the uh, Raw tag team title match? The Street Profits versus RK Bro versus Alpha Academy. Um this is um this is going to be a really good match. I'm looking forward to this one actually. Yeah. Uh, I really yeah. I really enjoy RK Bro. I've I've always yeah. been very high on uh, on Chad Gable. I'm yes. so thrilled he's got away from that Shorty G gimmick and him and uh, Otis actually make a, a very good team. And the Street Profits are uh, um very much uh, like a A plus version of um, Private Party, but um, <laughs> just <laughs> <That's> pro- true. <laughs> just, true. Just kind of uh, you know throwing a bit more shade towards the AEW fans, uh, but no, I think um, I think RK Bro win this. Yeah, I think RK Bro wins it as well. I, I I think that you know this is another good moment for them. I think this is going to be the other best match of the weekend as well. Um, this is going to be fantastic. You're going to get a lot of a lot of good spots in there. You're going to get a lot of good wrestling as well. Um, you'll definitely see Montez Ford hit the hit the frog splash. Probably an Otis actually. I think he's going to hit it on Otis. Um, I, uh, Alpha Academy just lost the title, so I just can't see them winning it back so soon. Uh, they they really you know putting these two guys together. You know these two guys that were in the mid card was a fantastic idea because they they really shined as a tag team. And they'll eventually win it again. Um, but I just don't think WrestleMania is going to be a time for them to win it. I think it's going to have to be on a regular show. Um, Randy Orton is going into another WrestleMania as a champion. Uh, that is a huge story. And I think they want him to leave as a champion as well. And having him leave with Riddle with the Raw Tag Team titles was going to be the best thing that they can do right now for this match. Street Profits, I'm a little confused about because I don't know if they're face or heel right now. They've been they've been faces all this time, and then suddenly with this whole thing with RK Bro, they've been doing a lot more heel antics. So I'm just a little bit at a loss of this as to what they're trying to do with this team. Um, very talented, you know, both of them are so talented, and they really should be the champions. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, but if you have you know a team like RK Bro who's selling merchandise left and right, I just don't think that you can take the titles off of them right now. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that uh, they're so over as a team. I don't know where this is going. I, I think this is probably this team has probably gone on longer than they originally envisioned it would. I, I think we probably would have got a split way before now and in fact in many ways i could have seen randy orton versus riddle being a match at wrestlemania this year uh but um i think that there's they're having so much fun with it um mm-hmm. and, and both guys this has been the best thing that randy orton's done i think for, for a while and and uh riddle has really shone and um why split them up you know that's yeah. what that's what WWE does over and over again we've got this really great team they're, they're really over Oh, we've got to break them up, but no, mm. you, haven't, you haven't got yeah. to break them up. And I think that um, keeping them together a little bit longer uh, is the right thing to do. And I think that yeah. them winning is um, probably how they're going to go. Uh, I, I could see one of the other teams perhaps winning, but no, I, I think RK Bro probably gets to probably gets to win here. Um, what about Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory? So, of course, originally we heard the rumours, oh, Vince is going to wrestle for the first time in 
what was it, 10 years or something um, against against uh, Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Uh, but I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm really, really glad that's not the case. And um, we're getting this instead. This has actually been, I think, quite a really good bi- um, build-up to this match. I, I this love- has been a fantastic build-up. This has been actually my favourite part of SmackDown. Pat McAfee's been my favourite part of SmackDown. I mean, oh, yeah. his, his promo against Austin Theory a couple of weeks ago was was A+. plus. I, I couldn't believe how well he cut a promo. And then, you know, I'm watching him and the things that he's doing against Austin Theory, and I'm like, wow, I'm like, he he might have something in him that he might be a good wrestler at this point. Uh, I think Pat McAfee's going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I think he will. I think I don't know how many people saw his match of Adam Cole in NXT. Um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people did, but there's probably quite a lot that didn't see it either. Um, so they, they, they have no real expectations, but... Yeah, I think he um, his match of Adam Cole was was very very good, and um, this could be one of the real surprise um, great matches of the weekend uh, where it over delivers because I think the build has over delivered so far. Um, yeah, I love the uh, the the, uh, mo- the, the um, when uh, Pat McAfee just basically um, jumped over the table or whatever and started attacking him. I thought that was uh, really, really well done. And, um, yeah, this will, I think it'll be a really good match. As for who wins, uh, it's, it's an interesting one because Austin Theory, obviously, is someone they're building up. Yeah, this um, is a tough question. And and I have a lot of thoughts about this because, first of all, I'm glad Vince isn't in, isn't in the ring for this one because if had he, had he been in the ring... I'd be worried more about his health more than anything else. Um, and I think he just needs to stay out of it. Uh, my other thought is that if they wanted to get Shane McMahon involved in anything, they can have Shane McMahon involved in helping Pat McAfee win. Um, now, I think Pat McAfee does win this match somehow. Um, I, there's something going on because there was, a, there was a segment a few weeks ago where Pat McAfee got called into Vince's office, and I didn't catch the reason why. And I don't think they ever really revealed the reason why, but then suddenly they just went to Pat McAfee and Austin Theory again. And, you know, it just seemed like that Vince had something to share with Pat McAfee, but I'm not sure. Um, but I think Pat McAfee wins this one. I, I, I agree that Austin Theory is being built up. I actually wish this match was Austin Theory versus Finn Balor for the U.S. title instead. Mm. I don't like seeing announcers being involved in the matches. Um, but, you know, or color commentators, well, whatever you want to call Pat McAfee. But... Um, I just, I don't know. I just see Pat winning this. Well, I don't understand why they didn't do um, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest because that yeah. that match has been built up, and um, I think uh, are both of those guys going to be in the uh, Battle Royal tonight on SmackDown? Is that is that right? Uh, I believe so. I think that I don't know exactly who it is. Let me look. I'll tell you in a minute here. One second, but. And of course, Ricochet. Ricochet is in the handicap match, isn't he, for the IC title tonight? He is a. It's, I don't think it's a handicap match. I think it's a. It's a three way. Oh, is um, it? Yeah. So it's whoever you know, whoever wins wins. But Ricochet should win. Should win that one. Uh, so I'm looking at the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and wow, I the Viking Raiders, uh, Shanky, uh, Robert Roode, Reggie, our uh, truth. Uh, Damien Priest, uh, Tazawa, uh, Commander Achu, I mean Aziz, I call him Commander Achu, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apollo Crews, uh, Shelton Benjamin, and, and Cedric Alexander, Finn Balor, Jinder Mahal, Madcap Moss, 
Um, oh man, this this looks horrible. This what just... a waste of Finn Balor! <laughs> oh, a, a waste of Balor and Priest because look at how well they protected Damian Priest, and and yeah. he was undefeated. And then he just randomly loses to Kevin Owens one week, and that was the yeah. end of his undefeated run. And and he he's someone they could have really built up and done something with. And and uh, yeah. I don't, I Drew, Gulak. Drew Gulak and Mansoor on this one. I don't know, man. This is like this is like Jabber Central. Balor and, and Priest <laughs> just stand out. They, they they stand out from from that list that, that you just read out, don't they? I yeah, mean, exactly. those guys deserve so much more. Not to say there's not some great talents. Drew Gulak, I think, is a fantastic talent, yeah, but. Those guys, uh, like you say, those are the twenty four seven geeks, as uh, as uh, Brian Alvarez would call them. You know, those yeah, those are the guys that they are doing nothing with. Whereas Balor and Priest, you know, they they should be guys that are featured more prominently. But yeah, um, I think Damian Priest wins out under a giant battle royal. Yeah, I think and so, if probably, not, yeah. and if not, it's going to be Jinder Mahal, and everyone's going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I I think Pat McAfee is going to win. Uh, that match as well uh, with Austin Theory. Um, then we come on to the title unification match. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I saw a thing the other day that um, a high percentage of people think that Brock Lesnar's going to win this match. It, yeah. it was like he had... Um, I, I, I don't remember the exact number now. It, it was something like 67% said Ro, uh, said Brock Lesnar, 33% said Roman Reigns. I I think Roman Reigns is going to win. I, I, I don't see Brock winning at all. I mean, what do you think? Wow. wow. I can't believe we're in so much disagreement between two all our matches, David. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a little theory on here that if if WWE doesn't want to unify the titles, if they really want to want to keep them separate and you know make sure that you know folks like Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre have opponents on their shows, um, what you can do is you can do a essentially a double pin, um, and and it would first of all piss off all the fans, um, but then you would have no clear cut winner and each guy would still have their own title. Brock can go back to Raw and, you know, defend on there. Roman can defend on SmackDown, and they can talk about something later on. Um, I actually think that, though, Brock was gonna, is going to win this one. Um, I, I, my, my thought behind this is that Roman's been a long-term champ for, you know, for oh, it's almost two years now. Um, and if they have him win... Then the then they're so high on him that they're probably going to keep the title on him till next year, um, where I'm hoping that maybe he faces The Rock, but it, it, it's tough. It's tough to say because I, I really think that Brock is more beneficial as a champion because technically, if you look at what we had with the uh, with the draft, Brock listed himself as a free agent, whereas Roman's supposed to be exclusive to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So Brock can just go back and forward between shows and defend the unified title against anybody he wants. And I think that is a direction that WWE is going to end up taking. What you just said about the double pin, which is, I think, a a terrible finish. And as you say, the fans would be uh, absolutely irate if, if that's what they did. If they did do that, one way you can sort of remedy it and, and, and send the fans home happy is if you have The Rock come out at the end 
yes. have a have a stare down with Roman, and, and they both sort of one, you know, they both sort of look across to the WrestleMania sign, and you sort of plant seeds for for next yeah. year's WrestleMania. So the, the fans are pissed; they're annoyed that they just had this double, yeah, pin in the main event. But they got the rock coming out at the end, so that, that's one way of sort of sending the fans home happy. I mean, I, 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 that, I don't know. That's that's one way of doing it, I guess. That's a that's a really good thought, David. I, I wonder where the rock is right now because I haven't seen anything about him. No, he's on a plane. As of eight hours ago, uh, he was <laughs> on. Uh, I I don't know. Oh, he's he's doing something with Kevin Hart. Uh, no, actually, no. There was some sort of some sort of chat that he was on with Kevin Hart, but he's on a plane. And I don't know what he's doing on the plane. Um, <laughs> I get okay. The, the seven best seven bucks for production version of the Mile High Club. So I don't really know what he. I guess there's some sort of show he's doing. Um, so maybe you know he's still filming. Possibly he won't be there. You know tomorrow, but he could show up Sunday. Um, you know that that is a very very good possibility. I'd love to see it. Um, that makes a lot of sense if they did something like that. And then, you know, you don't have to worry about unifying the titles. Now, you know, that, they did talk about this. Well, okay. so Brock talked about him being the unified champion, but Roman never did. I don't know if you've caught that in, in his promos. Roman just mm-hmm. kind of didn't even acknowledge the fact that there was a title unification match. It's almost like he didn't want to even think that about unifying the titles. Um, so I have to wonder if maybe... This was just Brock's idea to unify the titles, and you know, people are just rolling along with it. But maybe that doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, you bring up a very good point there that you know Brock's the only one that's kind of mentioned it being a unification match. I I just think that um, Roman and Rock is is the big match that they want to do. Maybe next year at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It kind of. See, the problem with that is, and we're jumping ahead a year here, but um, if they do that match next year, they've got to have Roman win. I I don't see him putting the belt on on, on The Rock. So unless, of course, it's not for the title and and someone beats Roman, maybe Brock wins here and Roman's not the champion. I I, I honestly have no idea, but I, I just kind of feel that how much longer can you have Roman as a champion? And who... Is a credible enough person to beat him if Drew it's not Brock Lesnar? <laughs> Drew McIntyre. It's <laughs> probably the only other guy that I can think of. Well, and I'm just, I'm just thinking. I just looked it up, and it is a winner-take-all championship unification match, officially announced by WWE. So this is not just you know. Yeah, Brock's yeah. I, I fully expect it to be unification, but I, I think what will probably end up happening is they will end up reintroducing a second title anyway. So you, you might have one champion for a little while, but they're, they're going to... I think the plan is still to have two champions. Yeah. Um, they, I just hope they, they, don't, they don't do a situation like Eric Bischoff coming out and just giving Triple H the, the world title they did back in the day. Hopefully it'll be, it'll be something, something better than that. But yeah, I, I, I'm not crazy about them doing that again where they unify the belts and then they have two champions again they've done it so many times they did it like i say with when brock was the undisputed champion and then they they brought back the world the big gold belt and gave it trip to triple h and then they had the uh cena and um orton match which was a unification match and mm-hmm. they went back to having two champions again not long after that and when they when they brought in the universal title so yeah it's happened like you know two maybe three times so 
I'm not crazy about it, but I guess it's something to do. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll know by the end of Sunday night, that's for certain. And you know, I, I don't know. I, I I I'm just going with Brock though. I think everyone else is going with Brock, and I'm going to Brock. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the crowd. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised by that. I, I I thought Roman was the most logical winner because. I don't know what Brock is going to be doing after this because Brock has been around a lot. I mean, much, much more than he normally is. So surely he's going to be going back to Canada for a, a long period of time now and maybe doesn't come back to SummerSlam. So I don't know if uh, Brock's going to be as active as he has been. I, I kind of hope he is because I've really enjoyed what Brock Lesnar's done this year. I think it's been really entertaining and you can tell that he's having a great Lots time of, of it as well. Unlike, yes. There's been certain periods where you can tell that Brock's not exactly into it. The Dean Ambrose match, for example, springs to mind uh, from WrestleMania, what was it, six, seven years ago. But um, no, he certainly seems to be enjoying the hell out, of, hell out of what he's doing right now. So maybe he's going to be around a little bit longer. And, and um, like you say, maybe he will... Um, be um, you know, going backwards and, backwards and forwards between the two shows like he has been. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Well, like I said, we'll find out Sunday night. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, well, I don't think we're going to get any other big surprises, though. I mean, if, if we get a lot of surprises, Dallas would be good. Um, it would be a good, good place for a surprise, especially uh, you know, with all the people in attendance. Now, I know there's a lot of people from Fikey and Media Network you know, in attendance. I've, I, I, our good buddy, shout out to Paul Fontaine, I'm sure you saw the pictures. Him, him meeting everyone oh, with his that's, daughter. That's Emily. Been the highlight of my. Uh, I don't care what happened to WrestleMania. The highlight of my. The highlight for me was that picture of uh, Emily with with Becky, and um, they they're sort of looking. She's looking directly at Becky, and and, and you, you can, can just, just tell she was in there. She was happy as as happy can be. And yeah, I was like, absolutely. Oh, so you, great you, to see. Yeah, you could see the happiness in in her eyes, and and. Um, yeah, it was it was just great to see. Nothing to me is going to top the hat this weekend at WrestleMania. But it, to be fair, this is this is going to be. Um, I know a lot of people have been saying it's not the the best card, but I actually don't necessarily agree with that. I think it's a pretty decent card. There, there's the matches here. I'm looking really looking forward to Edge and uh, AJ. As I said, uh, should be really really good. I think. Uh, I mean, if, if we do get Seth and Cody, that should be really good as well. Uh, I yeah. think Pat McAfee and Austin Theory will surprise a lot of people. I think the uh, the the freeway for the Raw tag titles that should be really really good. Yeah, I think a lot of these matches. I mean, the the two women's matches would be I think good if not great. I mean, Bianca and Becky I think could be really really good. Uh, Ronda and Charlotte. Yeah, I think it'll be. I still think it'll be decent. So yeah, yeah, I think um, aside from the Miz. And Logan Paul against the Mysterios, <laughs> and uh, Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Yeah, I, I think this is looking like a pretty good card. Yeah, and that's the one thing I'm just a little, little upset about is that we have too many non wrestlers on on this, you know, on this card, and you know, it, it kind of bugs me a little bit. But at the end of the day, you know, it's entertainment, sports entertainment. And if we watch Chris Jericho on AEW, he's calling himself sports entertainers again. <laughs> uh, but um, it's sports entertainment, and and really, I think that everyone's going to go home happy one way or another. Um, at least I hope so, and I hope and I hope the crowd is is hot enough that 
you know, it, it makes this into a fantastic show because WWE puts on such great pay-per-views as well. And it, especially WrestleMania, they do such a WrestleMania Royal Rumble, you know, the big, the big pay-per-views they do such a great job with. And uh, I, I'm just going to be happy I'm going to be able to watch it all weekend long. And, uh, you know, there's the NXT stuff as well going on at 12 before WrestleMania. So I'll be watching that, you know, with my eyes glued to TV all weekend. <laughs> yeah, we haven't gone through the uh, standard deliver card. We, we we talked about Ziggler versus Broad Breaker earlier on, um, but uh, yeah, I think you know that's going to be. Uh, I think it's good they put it on on uh, Saturday afternoon in a way. I think that um, it'd be inter- interesting to see how that does. You know, compared to how they 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 used to do it, which would be um, well, they used to do obviously the shows on Saturday night when when right. WrestleMania was a one night event. Yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of see it being that way now going forward. So two nights of WrestleMania, which to be honest, I mean, when they were doing like 14, 15 match shows over one night, it was it was way too much. So uh, spilling it up over two days, I think is definitely the way to go. Yeah, and there's a lot of matches. I'm just looking, there's a lot of matches on Stand and Deliver. I was actually really surprised to see how many there are there. I mean, we we probably yeah. I, I don't wanna, I'm not going to talk too much yeah. about it because I, I don't really follow NXT right. that closely. I I know I put the threads up, but I, I don't really follow it that closely. So if I was to run through the card, I would be showing my ignorance probably. But nah, do you want right. to do you yeah, want just quickly? Do you want to just quickly go through the yeah. card? And so say I'll go quickly through that card because you know, as we talked about Braun Breaker and Dolph Ziggler, I think Braun Breaker was a title back at that point. Uh, we got JC Jane and and Gigi Donlin uh, winning. I think they're going to beat. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. I, I love Dakota Kai, by the way. She's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Toxic Attraction really holds on to their tag titles at this point. Um, though I did hear Gigi was injured, so maybe that has something to do if they do lose it. Um, LA Knight and Gunther, uh, or, or Walter. <laughs> um, LA Knight is is huge, huge, huge right now uh, in NXT, though he's been getting the losses. Uh, I actually think LA Knight pulls off the victory. He's basically NXT's uh, uh, Stoke Steve Austin. Um, after that, you know, you have the uh, Mandy Rose versus Cora J versus Io Shirai versus Kaylee Ray. Um, Kaylee Ray. Um, I think they might be high on Mandy keeping the title, but I actually think Cora Jade's going to win it. Uh, I think that you know she she's the up and coming superstar. And I think they're going to give her the the victory here on this big weekend. Uh, so that'll be huge for her as well. Um, Imperium versus the Creed Brother versus MSK. Kind of a match I'm not too too excited about. There's too many tag team matches to begin with uh, already when we have, uh, you know, uh, when we look at WrestleMania weekend. Um, I, I just think that um, MSK could potentially win the NXT tag team titles, though. And then uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Tony D'Angelo. I actually thought Ciampa was... was on Raw, uh, but for some reason, I guess they're putting him back on NXT for whatever reason. Um, I guess um, I, I think Ciampa wins that one. And then uh, Carmelo Hayes is putting on his North American Championship uh, against uh, Grayson Waller, Solo Sokoa, Cameron Grimes, and Santos Escobar uh, in basically a last trans- chance triple threat match. Uh, oh, sorry, a last chance ladder match. Um, it's going to be, it's basically a huge, huge match. It's going to get a great, great amount of reactions at the ladder match. You're going to get every high spot. Um, Grayson Waller is going to win the North American title and people are going to get, going to flip out. <laughs> it's basically what's going to happen. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's my bottom line and dirty Dan said so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I'll see if I can uh, check out Standard Deliver. It's it's going to be um, while I'm working tomorrow. It's it's. I think it's uh, is it one p.m. Eastern um, start time for Standard Deliver, which is um, six p.m. for me. Uh, which yeah. ordinarily would be a really good time slot actually for for the UK viewers. Um, and uh, then obviously WrestleMania starts. Is it eight Eastern start time? No, I think it's six Eastern. Um, I, I think they're making it a little bit early. I'll just double check that for all of us, just to be hundred percent certain. Um, but oh, I know s- WrestleMania WrestleManias usually go pretty early. Uh, oh, is it at, six know, for the pre-show, seven for the main show? Is that right? I think it's six for the pre-show, seven for the main show. Oh, okay. That's usually yeah. what we start seeing, something like that. Um, no, it's actually eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock Eastern. I'm very surprised that they made it that late, but I guess it kind of makes sense because that's going to be. Um, I guess six o'clock in Dallas, uh, so that you know they really need to. I guess they have to take into account that they can't start a show at eight o'clock in the evening in Dallas and have it go that long. Six o'clock makes sense, but I, I guess I'll be up pretty late two nights in a row then. That's I guess it, it makes sense for it to be eight Eastern when it's just a regular paper. It's it's really a, reg, a regular pay per view length, seven matches. If yeah. it was like uh, like WrestleMania used to be. I could understand going a bit earlier because obviously it used to be like a four, even sort of five hour show. What I think one year it was close to five hours. Yeah, it, it so, was it was pretty long. <laughs> so. But anyway, um, anyway, Dan, thank you very much indeed for for joining me to go over all of this and um, be good to uh, get up together again after WrestleMania to um, to go over what happened and uh, give our yeah. thoughts on it. Yeah, I'd be more than happy to. Awesome, be great. Okay, so for Dan, I'm David signing off, and thank you for listening to another episode of The Bug Extra.